Money FM 89.3. Best of drive time. In the spotlight on Money FM 89.3. Money FM 89.3. Good afternoon. It is drive time. I'm Elliot Dankard. It's time now for In the Spotlight. And we're putting big data in the spotlight today. Did you know that 9 in 10 Singaporean businesses are overwhelmed by big data? And that's despite increased expenditure on cutting-edge technology. They're still struggling to stay atop of capturing, analyzing, and, well, using data. Uh, the good news is they're not alone. In fact, globally, 80% of companies worldwide are grappling to unify their data assets in the midst of all this rapid digitalization uh, ever since uh, the pandemic. And with Asia's e-commerce market growing at an annual growth rate of 6.86%, it's projected to reach, what, $2.14 billion by the end of 2023. It's no wonder that businesses are struggling to stay afloat in the sea of online data. But this does not have to be the case. You see, big data is meant to provide a competitive edge to companies, but only if it's used with the right platform and capabilities. So how can those especially in the e-commerce scene, make use of data to give them an edge over competitors. Well, on the line to help me out with this question is Barry Roberts, the CEO and co-founder of Data Noodle. Barry, good afternoon. How are you? Yeah, good afternoon. I'm good. How are you? Very good, sir. Actually, it's more like good morning. I understand you're in Seattle yeah. right now. It's like, what, 135 or something like that? It is, yes. one thirty-nine. that's correct. Yeah. Oh, I'm good gosh. Thank you that's for staying okay. up. Thank you for staying up. Let's talk a little bit about Data Noodle. I understand it's an all-inclusive platform that collaborates websites, sales, campaigns, social and competitive data, and it converts it into actionable insights for accurate business decisions. Any chance you could give us a case study or an example of how Data Noodle uses such data? So data noodle at the moment, we're actually just starting off. We've got several tools we're building, but the first tool we have is a, an e-commerce monitoring and analytics platform. So what this does is if you have a website or an e-commerce store, all you have to do is put your competitor's homepage or your own homepage. And what we'll do is we'll call the website and start to monitor any changes. So it could be content or code changes. But what makes data noodle unique is that we'll go through the site and detect which pages contain e-commerce products and start monitoring prices and stock availability for you. But what we want to do is to start building in the analytics platform so that we can start monitoring your changes and how that user behavior is on your from the changes and start giving insights to continually change your website, adapt it, and continually try to meet your customers' needs. So. We try to give that kind of 360 feedback. Wow, that is quite interesting, especially what you're going to do with analytics. Curious question, though. Uh, Barry, I understand you used to work for Marina Bay Sands. How did you go from that to founding Data Noodle? (laughs) I did. So I I still have a lot of friends there and love what they do. But a casino has, I think you you could probably imagine this, a casino has a lot of data. It has a lot of personal data as well. So they have to keep it secure. They have to use it for very specific reasons. So data is actually at the heart of casinos. So when I was at Marina Bay Sands, that's actually where I came up with this idea because every month I would have a a meeting and our data scientists would give their assessment of the last month and my boss at the time would say, okay, that's great, but what do we do with that data? And, you know, that's not really a data scientist's job. So we had all of this data, lots and lots of data, but we're missing that next step. What do you do with the data? What's those next steps? So that's where I actually came up with the idea of data needle. What is that next step? How can you use that to make changes? 
Hmm. Um, quite interesting because as you talk and describe, you know, being in a casino and data that's available, mm-hmm. I, I kind of imagine how with AI and data, uh, you're able to mm-hmm. monitor and, and somewhat profile people, especially within the casino, if they're cheating, etc., etc. Is this a similar concept where you take it online and you use that analytics and, and you sort of have an anticipation profile of how a shopper would decide to surf online or shop online? For a casino... Specifically, I mean, AI was not a thing when I was working there, so I can't really talk about, okay. you know, how, how that works for, for Marina Bay Sands or any other casino. But yes, the analytics would work on a, on a website where you would kind of analyze their user behavior, how that, you know, how they interact with the website, lots of different touch points on that website to kind of predict what would get them to purchase a product, what would get them into the restaurant maybe. Well, you know, there's lots of things we can try to predict by their actions on the website. Hmm. So an e-commerce company that uses analytics would obviously be able to get client share or customer share a lot faster than compared with one that doesn't. Uh, So for the company that doesn't, Mm -hmm. what do they lose? I mean, they're basically blind. They'll be making decisions from gut feeling. So they'll be missing out on, on, you know, data for price optimization. Is their marketing effective? Is, you know, the inventory management? But at the end of the day, they're missing out on how to understand their customers. Um, you know, it's not a physical store, so there's not that immediate relationship with the customers. Yeah. It's not a one-on-one relationship. So they'll miss out on that altogether. They wouldn't know what their customers want. They wouldn't know what they need. It's critical. Mm-hmm. So Barry, let's say I'm, I'm one of those companies. I don't have these analytics. I come to you. Mm-hmm. I need Data Noodles services. How mm-hmm. then will you be overhauling my business operation? What can I expect? So we're a SaaS, and we're actually we aim for the kind of the lower market because there are some some larger companies that are much more expensive and they need a lot more data scientists and and they need a lot more business analysts from the company side. So what we try to do is to go for the, the companies that may not be able to afford a data scientist, might not be able to afford these expensive tools. So we try to make it as user-friendly as possible so they can get as much out of it with the staff they've got, with their marketing manager who mm-hmm. may not be data proficient, even with the business owner who they've got other things they need to do. So we try to get that data into an easy format that they can read and they can use and they can you know, make actionable insights from it without having to be as data literate, say, for a large company like Marina Bay Sands, where, oh. where you'd have to be very literate. Yeah, that, that really is quite incredible, uh, Barry. I wonder, though, in today's day and age where we, you know, we're still having this conversation about companies that don't make use of analytics or data, I mean, are you encountering people who are skeptical or companies who are skeptical to use data to, to enhance their, their own company's capabilities? What do you say to these companies? Do you know what? It's actually the other way around. It's, it's companies, they've got too much data and they don't know what to do with it. They just, they've got that in their mind that they need the data. So I'm not really needing to convince people to, okay. to get the data. I'm having to convince them to get off some of the data and to start prioritizing and focusing because a lot of companies are just, they're just getting too much data and they don't know what to do with it. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, I remember about a year and a half, two years ago, I used to say that data is going to be the next most precious commodity. You know, with that in mind, what mm-hmm. do you see for the so-called data industry moving forward? So it depends which side of the industry you're on. So mm. 
It's about protecting people's data. So I right. think people are getting a lot more smart about what these companies are doing with their data. They're giving away their rights. So I think people are starting to learn that they've got a lot more rights okay. and the data is going to be starting to get a lot more anonymized and a lot less personal when people start to kind of say, do you know what? I don't think you need this information from me. I don't hmm. think you need that to be a successful company. And a lot of uh, European unions cracking down as well. Yeah. And I think a lot of other countries are going to start to, to put, well, I hope so. And I'm a data company yeah. and I hope that countries do put people's rights in front of businesses. And, and I'm saying that as a data person myself and as a data company. Yeah. I mean, how high do you rank that on your list of priorities as a data company? I mean, do you anticipate that these issues of law or, or legislation will continue to be, I, won't, I don't want to say problem, I guess mm. you can kind of get where I'm coming from, but continue to, to yes. evolve and, and continue to pose a challenge? Yes. If it's smart law, it's, it, yeah. you know, if it's law to protect the consumer, then that's fine. I mean, European Union are coming down pretty strict. Yeah. Um, with analytics tools and, you know, you're not supposed to have any identifiable information, which is fair. I, I don't think I need to know who you are when you're on my website. Mm. I just need to know how you react to my product. But I think it just makes us work smarter. I, I don't think it's going to be a terrible thing. I don't think it's going to wipe us out. I just think we have got to get better at our job and we've got to start focusing on the people as well as the product. Excellent stuff. I've been speaking with Barry Roberts, the CEO and co-founder of Data Noodle. Barry, I appreciate your time today. Take care and have a great day ahead. Thank you so much. To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at moneyfm893.sg or download our audio app. That's A-W-E-D-I-O. Available on Google Play or the App Store.